Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, um, we might as well start with this because yeah. Gina's late. Gina's late and uh, we're already recording. So you've got B and D, <laughs> just minus the J, no J. Uh, um, we'll wait till she gets on. Actually, no, let's say welcome to another episode of B, D, and J. Without J. Yeah. <laughs> guys, welcome to another episode to, uh, Between the Reps with B, D, and no Jay. No Jay. But when she gets on here, we're going to let her think that we're starting it yeah. together and then we'll redo the intro. Yeah. Not really me, but we're already starting it. So yeah. we're on time. Yeah. She'll be coming today. So me and I'm in Montana. This is where I live now. Yep. And um, Gina's still in California. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're doing what we can to keep the podcast going. Um, obviously, I'm sure you can understand it's very difficult when life happens and mm-hmm. you know you got to pivot a lot, and you're all over the place. I've just been con- constantly been pivoting. Yeah, you know, and that's what that's what I've chosen to do instead of just like getting really bummed about a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, pivot's a great word of what both of us have been doing. 
And what we're sort of talking about today is yeah. um, how to pivot um, when things come up, when injuries happen, when surgeries happen, when life happens, and yeah. we're just on the move. So learning how to pivot. Is that her texting us? <laughs> Laptop won't connect. <laughs> Damn it, Gina. Damn it, Gina. Damn. Damn, Gina. Yeah, so what we, here's how I decided uh, uh, what I wanted to talk about. So I obviously haven't been, we're trying to get Gina on the line. She's coming. She's, she's dealing with some technical issues. Is So I hadn't trained for six weeks because I had surgery. And I've, it's like, I'm, it's not, I'm not new to it. Like Dee's not new to it, but it sucks every time. Like every time you have to take so much time off or heal or, you know, you gotta, you gotta pivot because like, for instance, I had a real big pivot when I had a fusion. Like here I am at the top of my game competing at the CrossFit games. And now I've got a fused neck and I no longer will ever be that athlete that I was. Like I had to pivot and figure out something new and come to terms with it physically figure out how to get through it physically, but then come to terms with it mentally and so it's it's nothing new but i finally had my first like real training session after taking six weeks off and me and jacob hutton we hit legs he wanted to hit legs and so i said okay might i add two days prior i was in florida and i did squat i didn't do a bunch i had yet to like do a training session like a full one so i thought yeah i'll hit legs with you i can, I can squat a couple days in a row um we did a big training session. We hit legs and we went to the track and did some uh, 400 meter runs, like literally four of them. We're trying to ease both of us back into running. Got on the scale, you know, uh, what was I weighed? I weighed in that afternoon with 148. And just like for reference, okay, when I was competing, I've always bounced between like when I was competing like 152 and like 155, 156. And then when I wasn't competing anymore and I'm just training, I'm now sitting more between like one, you know, 148 to 147 to like 151. And I've slowly been, like personally, I want to stay under 150. I just feel better there, but like within, within reason, because if I'm not lifting a lot, so when I've been recovering from anything, my weight goes down, but I look flat too. It's like, I don't have my quads, my glutes, my shoulders, like my muscle gets a lot smaller. And so the point is this, um, everybody's different. So for me, like finding a good in-between of like where I feel good weight-wise in my clothes to also, is it worth me feeling flat and not full and not like looking the way that I feel like strong. Um, so finding a good little ratio there, but anyways, I weighed myself at the gym, did my first big training session. I'm like really excited to like get back to training. Um, we're doing the fall challenge for naked training. And I was 148. Cool. After it was like, in the, you know, late morning. The next day, literally the next day. Or it could have even been that night. It could have been that night. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, this is something that like everyone, I can't say everyone, but like it's a normal thing. So the next day, I was going to train, uh, me and Jake were trying to figure out where we're going to train. He ended up not being able to train that day. I was super sore from hitting legs and running the day before. Um, so my mom, I was going to be leaving town to come to Montana. So my mom, you know, I spent the day with her. Showered, got ready, put on my jean shorts, wear them all the time, like all the time. 
And I was out and about. And I'm like, God, why are my shorts so tight? <laughs> like I had just worn them like two days prior. And I'm like, why are they so tight? Like my right quad, like it was tighter on my right leg than it was on my left. And I remember I'm thinking, what, what in the actual fuck? So I get home, we went shopping to find my dad some pants, got home. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going like, to get on the scale because I feel kind of, feel kind of funny. Yeah. Four pounds. The next day I had increased my weight. I was at one over 152. And I was like, what in the actual fuck? It had, had to have been like just inflammation. Yes. I mean, like I had it like. I didn't like crush fucking burgers, like so much yeah. food that I would have, it would get through swelling. Anyway, it wasn't from sodium. Yeah. You know what I mean? It blew my mind. And here's the thing is like, I know, I'm so aware um, of what happens. Like you coming back from injury or you've been traveling or you're trying a whole new training regimen. Your body, especially taking six weeks off, you're gonna start training and you're really gonna swell before you're kind of just like maintaining the same amount of high like hydration or like water in your muscles. So I had so much muscle breakdown, especially with like a heavy leg day. And watch out for rhabdo. I know what that's about. Yes, you do. Yeah. Uh, and I was just, I'm just swollen. Yeah. Yeah. I had texted Jake and I was like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, uh, work out with Jacob Hutton one day. I can't fit in my pants and also very swollen. And um, I gained four pounds overnight. And he laughed and said, you know, a break, like a, a break from training will kill you. And um, I just thought it was so funny because even though like for myself, like I've been through so many time off from breaks or surgeries or whatever. And I've been in the game of working with, you know, Basically, I have so much knowledge on training and what actually happens at a molecular level. And I understand all these things, but even though I know it, I still didn't know it. Like I found myself being so crazy that I was Googling to find articles to reiterate what I already understood about what had happened in my body. Because like, I felt the need to be even more sure that that's, that Just that's to make what sure it was. That, I mean, that's like your whole thing. Like I is with like swelling and stuff that has a lot to do with rhabdo. So like, that's also something that you have to be careful of when you take long breaks and you go right back into doing exactly what you're doing. You have to ease back in just like you would with like a diet. You can't just go from one end to another yeah. um, cause you have to worry about that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's when, that's when I had no idea what rhabdo was. So same with her is like with the injuries. So I've, I've never, I've never had to take time off because I've been, I haven't really injured myself as a bodybuilder. We just don't hurt ourselves. <laughs> no, the whole goal is not to hurt ourselves. So everything's slow and controlled. We're not doing anything fast. We're not even going really heavy. Me, on the other hand, I do go heavy, but everything's just always slow, controlled. Um, and I've had probably, I guess, I got rhabdo three years ago. And then a couple months after that, um, maybe it was two and a half years ago. Uh, I got diagnosed with Graves' disease. I don't know if they have any correlation, um, possibly because Graves' disease, there's not much that they know of like why it happens, just sort of happens. So Graves' disease is an autoimmune disease where you have antibodies that kind of like your body's actually attacking itself. Um, mine happens to be uh, my thyroid. So you have 
Hashimoto's, which is hypothyroid, and Greaves is hyperthyroid. Um, so dealing with that, is she coming on? She's coming on. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. All right. There you are. Yes. Oh, my God. And I'm in the worst office with fluorescent overhead lighting. You still look beautiful. Fuck my life. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Welcome. Hi, guys. Welcome to your show. Oh, hey, it's your show, baby. (laughs) I and it. I'm in a. I'm in a break room, and it smells. It smells like old microwave. Oh, drinking shitty coffee. (laughs) You can tell just by the cup. It's shitty coffee. Oh yeah. I mean, like this is what I was. I came in, and this is the shit that's on the windowsill, like a band aid, an old sponge. Yeah, it's It's an old sponge. I don't even know what's in that spray bottle. I mean, look at the walls. It's like, this is pretty fancy. Wow. A lot like your warehouse, Dana. Yeah, very, very similar. (laughs) Super updated. Super updated. Very modern. Very modern. modern. Uh, okay guys so what are you guys talking about recovery hey yeah we were just talking about that we're both falling apart yeah. <laughs> oh shit well yeah. welcome to my world it's from hanging out with me yeah uh, yeah you guys are starting to get all my ailments i'm actually just slowly draining your youth from your from both of you you're getting healthier yeah 
what mo- what, uh, is, yeah the, what witch is that that does that like no, no like mirror she looks in the mirror and she can she like why can't cinderella no Oh, it's, it's no white. No white. Oh, no white. No white. Yeah, yeah. She, like tries to drain her to so she can be useful. Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. That is what I'm doing. I've always said that I look like like right after I get my eyebrows microbladed, I look like that witch, <laughs> <laughs> like the crazy solid black. Yeah, <laughs> an angry bird. Yeah. yeah. So Dee was just talking about what Graves' disease is. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Yeah, so uh, and we're talking about kind of like how to pivot and yeah, like how to get through because I know the first time so uh, I was saying like I've never had to deal with injury. I've never taken breaks. I think the longest break I ever took was like I had two days off, but I've been someone that trains seven days a week since I started. And uh, just how long? How many years is that? 17. Like, did you just, wow. 17 years. Yeah, that is very lucky. Yeah. no injuries no injuries I was just saying the difference between bodybuilding and CrossFit we're yeah. way safer <laughs> yeah like for me you know because I grew up playing all the different sports and I was a dance major where you kind of move and train in like a multi like multi-plane not just like in sport which is yeah. like forward really just forward yeah right maybe yeah. forward and like <laughs> kind of right sometimes. yeah but I never had injuries like, yeah. I never dealt with anything. And oh, I did. Because I broke my leg once. Yeah. Like I mean, soccer. I guess, you know, I had, I had injuries like soccer, that, but yeah. not from training. But not from training. I've and it never... wasn't, it was years into doing CrossFit before I dealt with any tendonitis or anything. Mm-hmm. Same. And then the further um, away from like dance and multi-sport training, more years that I was away from that and just doing CrossFit where we're still just doing, we're doing a lot more than you know, the average person who's training, but I was doing less focus on my ankles and feet. I can dance like ankles, feet, knees, hips, so much stretching constantly, which I just looked at it as like, that's what we did in dance. Yeah. And the further away I got from a routine like that, the more things started to bother me or become an issue because, well, probably because a lot of those things that are very important are going to be done more on your own time and not when you're in the middle of a training session. Whereas when I was dancing and doing all that, all of the rehab and prehab is built into what your routine is every single day. Mm-hmm. So you never even thought about it as. Like, well, and doing CrossFit at a competition level is so different than doing, doing it for I fitness. Think it's just, uh, the intensity factor. Yeah. You're, you're moving heavy weight at a fast pace. Bodybuilders, we're the opposite. We're, we can still move heavy weight, but we're very slow pace. You're like Not a turtle. So yeah, it's just like very slow, controlled. You're just concentrating on contraction. We're not worried about how fast we get through a workout. And that's like where those injuries come into play is, is mm-hmm. the factor. Um, right. That's just how it is. So I, I've never had to I, deal I, with that. That's definitely why Jeannie gets here all the time. She's just going through work way too fast. I just, I just go full on. Yeah, I just like want to beat everybody. I'm so competitive that I just, that, yeah, I injure myself every time. Whoa, that's a giant jug of water. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you guys are really staying hydrated. Okay, we're still bodybuilders. Here's, here's where we're at. Oh, all right, you guys. Here, here's a good one. This is how the CrossFit. So the first day I joined cross a CrossFit gym, first 
fucking day. I got wrapped up. She did. Fuck, dude. Yeah, literally. I, I've heard this I'm story. Not it's for crazy. Because I am a psychopath. And, right. Um, and also. Well, and someone should have, should have, maybe explain that a little bit better. Yeah. And wasn't it from the GHD? Uh, yeah, the GHD sit-ups. Yeah, someone should have told hit me like, hey, if you don't do these all the time, after I've learned um, that that's what it is. And I guess it's a very common thing in CrossFit. Well, the, thing, the thing is like this, okay? Well, maybe explain rhabdo to those who don't know what it is. So rhabdo is uh, when you have yeah, muscle breakdown. Extreme. So you have muscle tissue that kind of gets into your bloodstream and, it, and so it has to be filtered through the kidneys. Yes. And you have, so you'll have like, you'll have like buildup in your kidneys. And so then things start. So when you have too much protein, mm -hmm. your kidneys and your liver can't break it down. Now for most people that get rhabdo, it affects their kidneys. However, for me, there's some cases where it affects your liver. So my, my kidneys were fine. My liver, I was basically in liver failure. It wasn't working. Oh my God. I wasn't doing anything. So they take your like creatine, creatine, all those words. And um, yeah, it's supposed to be like 50 to 100. And I was like 35 to 40,000. So like, it, oh, 20, 20,000 or 20 times what it should have been, um, which basically when you have way too much protein in bloodstream, it can't filter through and it shuts things down. So my liver wasn't working. So that's the only problem. Like if I, so the easy sign and symptom for rhabdo is like, if your pee is like brownish, my pee was right. fine. Okay. Here's, here's what happened. So wait, how did you know? Uh, so it took me five days to fit. So I, I told it was her as soon, on a as soon as she called me, I knew exactly what it was. Four days later. Yeah. Four she, days. I get this text message and D goes, dude, because first of all, it was such a bummer because she was, went to her class and was like Instagramming me. Like she was so excited. She wished that I, I went was back there. on Wednesday yeah. too. <laughs> so she went and I did. While you were, while oh, you were. So, so it happened. So I, I went to class on Monday. Uh, I was fucked up after I was like, damn, that was a good workout. Like, I'm going to have to write this down and do it again. Like I am so sore because I'm a little crazy. Right. The next yes. day I was, I did Muay Thai. I, I was training every day, bodybuilding. I did Muay Thai on Tuesday. I ended up and left the class early. Cause I just, every punch that I was doing, it was like hurting. Yeah. Wednesday, I went back to CrossFit and I felt terrible. Still went through the entire workout. So I can only imagine what my levels were at Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because they were right. finally sort of dropping down at some point. Um, Thursday is when the swelling happened. <laughs> so my stomach started to like, just hold, it was just holding water. So like I could jump and my stomach just shook like Santa Claus. Oh, wow. So I was like, oh shit, I think I like ripped something. Like I did, I tore my, and it probably didn't help the matter because like she still was training so much. So like if it with the GHD really started it, but then doing any sort of Muay Thai and yeah. still working your yeah. course, yeah. So like you just kept working it every I single day. Kept doing it. Yeah. Just did my You're a crazy person. Well, crazy person. Like, I couldn't even stand. I was like walking over this. And I remember trying to like go through the workout. I'm like, God damn, I gotta stand up. I my abs were so fucked up. I, I wasn't even standing upright and still training for some reason. You know? <laughs> You're an animal. Dana, you're an animal. The thing is this though, because like in terms of like when she texts, she texts me and she, I was like, I sent you a picture of my stomach. And I was like, look and, at and, this. and you told me, and I was like, I called you immediately. And I was like, first of all, 
what did you do? And she sent and me the work, she sent me the workout that she did. And I said, you need to walk like what? And I said, what color is your pee? And it was fine. And I'm like, no, I'm like, you need to go to the doctor. You need to go to the hospital. Yeah. Um, and the thing is this, it's like you have, you know, clearly we all know what Dana looks like, right? So it's like, this is so, it's poor on the coaches part of this gym because you really can, really we're taught as coaches to always assume that, that people, trend, that they're all beginners. Yeah. Yeah. After it's just the, it's like you, you assume that with nutrition, you assume that with training because D one, she's an athlete and she's right. incredible. So she, she looks in. super fit. Yes. But when we're yeah. going to have her do something like a GHD, which we already know is a lot more um, com- like complicated than a sit up. Mm-hmm. We, you just, just rule of thumb is you just always ask the person who's new to your gym. Like what experience do you have? Being that have you ever, yeah, have you ever used this machine? Right. Now, for instance, if you are a true beginner, like she's not a beginner, but the reason you'd want her to, you'd want to ask her those questions is because we know what kind of, how bad this can destroy you, especially in the format of the workout, which they did, which is like a fight gone bad style, which means yeah. two, minute minute rounds. two minute rounds. So I was so, doing uh, average around 35 to 40 per two minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> which, time, which time like, three, I think we did three or four rounds, which is like, like we wouldn't, I wouldn't even do that in a workout. Right. And especially if you've never done that kind of volume on a, on a machine like that. Right. Never do that, oh. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, maybe the, oh, hello. <laughs> yeah, just keep moving. Is there a ghost in there? I was like, wait, does the power go out here too? What the fuck? Oh, man. All right, sorry. No, yeah, but like I was just going to mention, like if you're, Dana's not a beginner. And what she also brings to the table is the psycho like, factor. Just like so competitive, competitive. right? There's, there's that aspect. Now, if you have a true beginner, first of all, you would never put them on the GHD. But if you did, right? If you did put them on the GHD, you tell them, no there's no, well, it's like, yeah. there's no way in hell they would even have the muscle endurance to even right. push themselves to a point where they would, they would potentially get something like rhabdo. Now that's why as a coach or within, you know, you would worry more typically um, about people doing things that are such be- so beginner that they're doing things like jumping pull-ups. They're doing things that are all ab mat sit-ups that are in, in high, high reps because they can always do one more of those. Yeah, they can do a right. lot of reps like this, like jumping pull-ups. And then that's what causes like the, the, like too much muscle breakdown, which is why you find people like runners who actually end up getting rhabdo way more than people that are like getting it from CrossFit. Mm-hmm. We just don't hear about that. Marathon, marathon runners. Because yeah, it's, it's sure. that constant same movement over and over and over just again so right. in one area. That's that's why like she didn't get rhabdo all over her whole body. It's it was from one muscle, area. Like one area that was being overworked. Um, and you do like that is... It, it can be an issue. And that's why it's like, when she told me, as soon as she fucking texted me a photo and told me what happened, I was just so mad at, yeah. at this gym. <laughs> at the I'm mad at this gym. At the, yeah. co- at the coaches, because it's like, you know. Well, that's like what they teach you because you, you were a trainer, right? Like you, you've done that. That's like one of the it was, first things. It was I, just such a, uh, error, you know, an error. Just an like error. A, just a rookie air you know and it's like I, I told her like I get why they didn't bring it up 
Um, just based off of what she looks like. Off, right? But like, that's why you just, even if you, they could have thought like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything like that because clearly she's super fit and I know who she is. And would she be offended if I were to like, not let her do something. You really can't, like, if you're you in the, if you're in the position her, yeah. of power, if you're in the position of coach or trainer, like just do you're in charge. Job. Just yeah. do your job. You don't have to be an asshole about it. You do it because it's coming from a place and you of like, know, I'm, I'm a great candidate to get it. Cause generally yes. the more muscle mass you have mm-hmm. and the psycho factor of being super competitive, <laughs> That's just like a the easy, like they should have realized that from the beginning, but I think that's one of the pitfalls of a lot of the CrossFit gyms that have that mentality of like, go big or go home yeah. or like, and I, you know, I have that mentality, right? Like I want to push right. myself till I'm laying on the ground like that, that's right. me. But right. knowing that and knowing, uh, like I never even heard of Rabdo, never heard of it until I guess I got it. Um, then, then did a lot of research on it. <laughs> so. Yeah. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, so, so that- what did they do for it? Did they just oh, like, I remember I, I went to my primary doctor and she did uh, blood work. So that took a couple days. So here I am like a week later, still haven't done anything. Um, and I remember her calling me up and it was weird because I had really bad dreams the night before she uh, called me. I had really bad dreams that I was dying for some reason. And oh I woke up like freaking out and like crying. I told Rob about my dream. He's like, no, you're not dying. You're fine. And of course, then my doctor calls me. I'm like getting ready for work. My doctor calls me. She's like, hey, Dina, like, <clears throat> what are you doing today? I'm like, oh, you know, just getting ready for work. Did you get my uh, results back? She's like, yeah, um, I need to go, I need you to drop everything and get yourself uh, in the ER immediately because I don't want anything to go downhill. I was like, oh, my God. You know, I heard crying. I was like, I told you I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I you never know. listen to me. I don't know. I just had weird dreams that night. So. Went to the ER, got admitted. I was there just all day, but I don't know. I feel like they put something in. They just pumped me full of fluid. And then yeah, they that's what I was trying to flush stuff Just out. flush everything out. I did like four, uh, four of those bag, four liter bags. And uh, yeah, and then they went home and just told me not to like lift for, I think they said three months, but I probably took a month off. Um, yeah. I probably took a month off of like lifting. Uh, yeah. I started doing cardio a week later. <laughs> <laughs> 
party. <laughs> and then I think by the third or fourth week, I was like, oh, come on. Like, I understand. Like, I don't, like, I'm not going to do anything crazy. Started lifting probably four weeks later, just really light. And then I did that probably for about two months. And then it's weird because I feel, I think that was the same year, about four months after I got rhabdo, that's when I uh, started losing weight. I lost 20 oh. pounds within a month. Um, oh, so there, there I go again. Thank you. Don't dying again. <laughs> like, so that was that the graves. Was that the graves? So I got oh, wow. diagnosed with graves disease. Um, I didn't realize anything was happening until I, I did cart. I was doing cardio one day and I didn't, it was weird because we had started dieting because the Olympia was coming up. So we did like for, uh, a run everything promotion for a supplement line, me, Rob and Austin, like wrote diets. We posted them on running everything. Just we were going to like prep for the next four weeks to get to Olympia, just so we were like in better shape. So I remember I'm like, I didn't change anything with my diet. I just added like, I'm just making sure I was doing cardio consistent. Mm-hmm. And I remember finally, like, I'm not someone that usually weighs myself. I had like, it was years since I, like, I always knew about what I was. And then I remember stepping on the scale. I'm like, whoa, I'm a little bit wet. Wow. That little, that one extra day of cardio is really fucking <laughs> My body really responds to that. So, My body's really yeah, responding. Yeah, hey. responding to a one extra day of cardio. So I was just making right. sure I was doing it five days a week instead of like three or four. And I was like, wow, this is great. Like as slowly. And then I started like tracking. I was like every other day, I was like, you know, on the scale, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm another pound down, another pound down. I got to the Olympia and I was like, I, I would shred it. Like oh, I so, bet. Lean, so lean, but I also didn't realize what I started at. Like before now, I typically stayed around like 138 to 140. I had a lot of muscle mass. Yeah. And I was, yeah, when I, I was always about yeah 10, 10 pounds more than yeah. I, I was a lot bigger, always had my legs were really big, big shoulders. Like I had a ton of muscle. So it weighs a lot. And then I remember going to Olympia and I was like, I didn't put, I didn't know that's what I normally was at, but my doctor who I had been at before had weighed me. Right. And I was right around like 140. I got to Olympia and I was 130. I was like, oh, wow. This is amazing. And I was just pumped and I was yeah. looking great. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to keep this up. But um, what happens is a lot with Graves disease, it, it can start really slow. And then um, you'll have what they call as like thyroid, uh, like uh, like a storm, a grief mm-hmm. storm or a thyroid storm. So in one week, uh, I was waking up a pound lighter, pound lighter every single day, every single day. So then I was like, "Fuck, some something's happening." Yeah. So again, went back to the doctor, did blood work again, did that whole thing. Um, and it's weird because the process is so just takes so long, mm-hmm. like to get your labs back. So like they were waiting on this one thing that. So they did T3, T4, like thyroid stuff. Cause I told her all the sim- signs and symptoms. And it, so I kept, and within that time, I'm, I'm just still losing weight. There was some days where I wake up two pounds later, another pound later, another. So. Dude, it reminds me of that movie, the machinist, you know, like, or is it the machinist? It's like where that guy, no, it's a Stephen King, like where something happens to him and he just keeps losing weight until he's just like dead. Yeah. Basically, uh, I that would be terrifying yeah I got down to 122 oh my god my my low maybe maybe even lighter than that um so not realizing like I I had lost like 20 pounds and didn't even realize it 
And I also didn't realize that there's so, I know all the signs and symptoms now. I thought I was just having bad workouts. Yeah. I was getting weaker. I was fatiguing really fast. And then I finally went to doctor when I was doing cardio and I was like, so out of breath, but I just thought, I was like, God, I'm just not, I'm not in shape right now. And I, cause I do like Tabata. I do like high intensity, short amount, like 15, 20 minute things. I remember getting off my Peloton bike and my heart rate was max heart rate. I was like taking it. I was like, Jesus, my, my heart is going so fast, but then it didn't, the scary part was it didn't go down for like three or four hours. It was max heart rate for four hours. Like, Oh my God. Getting anxiety. Well, yeah, you're having a heart attack. It feels like, sorry, I'm in the dark again. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. And that, that's, that's the thing I hate the most. And that's why <laughs> sorry. I know I'm sorry. Gina, you're doing a serious thing. Gina, what was that horror movie? We just watched like all through the I know. zoom. Oh, you yeah. oh yeah. We watched, we that watched together. it together. I feel like all of a sudden we're going to see up. someone come in and just like, your chair is going to go. <laughs> yeah. You're going to fly across the screen. I keeps going out. I'm sorry, oh Dana. You're like in this really serious no, thing. Here, keep bad. going. I'm going to go try to turn the light back on. I feel like this is like, Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have like a little knot coming out of your like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like when it started, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So finally got diagnosed with Graves' disease, found out what, what that's all about. So the reason you lose so much weight, my resting heart rate was like 115. So uh, that there's not enough food in the day that I could constantly eat. I'm just burning cows. I'm you're just a, you're like a hummingbird running, like running hummingbird. all day long. Exactly, yeah. you're like a hummingbird. Yeah. Except that when she would a hummingbird sleeps, it basically dies. Yeah. And then <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Definitely can't couldn't sleep. Sleeping was an issue. Sleeping's still a little bit of an issue because you're laying in bed and you can just feel your heart just like right sleep. Right. Yeah anxiety is like through the roof because uh I mean I'm okay now but every time it comes back like there was a week where I just wake up in panic attacks because I feel like I'm having a heart attack well yeah it's thumping so hard and going so fast that I feel like I'm I'm dying again right right So, so so you had so you had that happen the one time but then you had a little bit of a relapse yeah um, so is that you have, what you call it or it basically you have it for the rest of your life. I'm going to have this for okay. the rest of your life. It's something that can go in remission. So for the last year I've been in remission. I haven't been on medication. I've been in the best, like I was in the best shape of my life. I gained all my muscle back. Strength was basically about like 90%. I wasn't all the way strong again. Yeah. It was like a year that I was dealing with it, uh, a year of being weak and tired and fatigued and, uh, and you just can't. So you dealt with it for an entire year. Dealt with it a year. And then I've been on remission oh. for another year. And okay. now it's, now it's back. So I lost, okay. but the good thing is I, I know exactly as soon as I start having a couple bad workouts in a row where I start feeling tired, out of breath, I take my heart rate. I know, I know what to do. And then I just get on medication right away. So, okay. Yeah. It's, it's annoying. I think the right. thing is the thing that I love most is the gym right. and the motivation factor is not there. The, the first time I, I actually, where we're going to get into like pivoting, 
it's hard to be motivated when the girl that used to bench 225 can't get 85 pounds off her chest. Like, right. So, and that's a big thing, like with you to try, like working out's hard enough, getting motivation to work out and like getting through workouts, but like seeing all your weights go down, seeing all your muscles go away, like right. weight and you have, you literally can't do anything about it. Right. You're just it's hard to like keep training. So the first time um, I just stopped lifting altogether because it was, it's like devastating. And right. Um, so I like well, it fucks with your head. Yeah. yeah it's, I, I still tried like three times a week. I would just do some like bodybuilder stuff, just trying to keep it in my head. Like, Hey, I like, you're not going to be able to do this. And the thing is, I didn't know if it would ever come back, but now I know I can get it back. I've gone through it once. I can do it again. It just takes, you just have to be willing for the time. Yeah. Just, but like you said, at least you know that what it is and you know what to do right away. I know what to do. Going through I, all the bullshit know, of trying to. Yeah. I know my strength will come back. I know my muscles will come back. At first I didn't know. So I switched right. gears. Um, I started training with a friend of mine. Rob was training with him like, every day. Um, he's more like athletic training roster runner. You met him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, Dan, uh, Rob was training with him every day. So he was like, Hey, just like take a break, like switch gears, get your focus out of the weights. Because when you're focusing like, Oh, I used to do lateral raises with forties and I'm now I can only do tens. Like, right. Like you just got to get out of that mindset, change the next one and like get into a different thing, get into right. something new that you're not good at. Just to get you excited. Yeah. Get, get like something. And the cool thing with Dan is I'm doing all these movements. We're working on agility. We're working on balance. We're working on jumping things that have nothing to do with weights whatsoever. And I started to like, like training again, because it was new. Um, most of the stuff we were doing was with body weights or it was like, a weird exercise so you can't do a whole lot of weight with it so mm -hmm. weights came completely out of the factor and but then uh, all the while learning this whole other skill yeah learning i can't i couldn't balance on a fucking ball i, 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 don't, do I couldn't remember before. the last time i like jumped and uh working on like box jumps i got up to mm -hmm. 45 inches was like oh, wow yeah it was a pretty i mean the box is like i was gonna say chest. Like, yeah that's really tall yeah you're not, that's impressive not, it's, it's like up to my chest and like wow skills like that explosive yeah so like seeing improvement in a completely different area that like i didn't think i could work on because I, I haven't done like athletic stuff in a really mm -hmm. since like college so that was one thing that if anyone ever like if you have an injury like this is the time to learn a new skill get out of your head like you have an injury and you can't do crossfit anymore you can't lift anymore I hurt my shoulder here's the time to work on your mobility work on your balance work on something that you like just a new skill altogether to try to take your focus off the negative which is like I can't lift and I'm so weak and this is terrible switch gears and yeah. that's what I did for the next year and then once I started feeling better like obviously I was still training just not focusing on that and now I'm like full well for the last year I've been full back on like bodybuilding building my muscle back building everything that I lost back wow. and now and now I'm just in it again but now wow. this time I'm not really I'm still doing like some athletic training here and there. I just know in my head that like, this is just now mm -hmm. I'm going to get through it and then you'll be on the other side again. So right. now I'm not so like worried about it. So like, I know I'm weak right now. I know training's hard. I can't really do cardio really well right now, 
this is just now and I'll get past this and right. hopefully be on a longer remission this time. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. I, I need your mindset. <laughs> it's, it's, that's the thing. It's like, really have to, the choice. You have to switch it. You got to just switch yeah. gears. Like, eh, like with your training and too, like when you get injured, like sometimes like that's when like, oh, I got to do some bodybuilding for mm-hmm. now. It's, you just have to switch gears. So you're not focusing on what you can't do right now. Right. Focusing on things that like, oh, I'm learning this. I'm learning a new skill. I'm right. 45 inches. That's awesome. That is insane, actually. Yeah, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm way taller than you, and I couldn't probably step up on one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously, everybody thinks like, oh, Gina's tall. She can do like the higher box jumps. I'm like, I can't. No. I, <laughs> I always make up excuses for one reason. Oh, my ankle hurts or something. Arr, arr. I just lie. I lie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my sci- yeah, enrages my sciatica. So, yeah. Well, yeah, there we have it. The takeaway is like the, when things happen, when things go wrong, like you can't train the way you want to train. It's just, you got to switch gears, focus on something, focus on a new skill to move on. Yeah. And I think um, something I've learned probably just from going through so many shitty situations. Yeah. You've had way more than me. Anymore. is you know like because what we, we kind of talked about a little bit in the beginning is like I've just been having to do a lot of pivoting lately mm-hmm. not even just in terms of training and you know there's been some things I'm going through that I've mentioned them to other people and like they don't know how to react because like I'm laughing about it like me and Gina are laughing about yeah. it and they're thinking like Oh, why are you laughing? Because yeah. that seems right. like pretty. Seems You're like, like, is this how I get through things? <laughs> no, like it keeps me from crying. After so much of going through ups and downs, like you really start to realize the truth, which is you just have your only option is to pivot, pivot and to just and just to move on from it because you got to let go of the things you can't control and just control what you can. And um, that really comes into play for any sort of injury, especially something like either I've had multiple. So it's like, or D's dealt the same thing. And like, once you get through it, like it almost seems even more devastating it's, when you, when it happens again. It's more frustrating yeah. than yeah, anything just because it's like, fuck man, like for the next however many months that it's going to take me to get through this one, I'm going to be miserable training for the next five yeah. months. Yeah. Um, or like I came out of my cervical fusion. I did PT. I trained. I did the, the open. I made it to regionals. So like in my mind, I had this like life changing thing happen really in terms of my sport and my job, career as an athlete. And I put in all this work and pain and tears and like and moments of realizing, like moments of like I can't even hold a bar that I would hold. I would warm up with. You know, I had to really work back. And then after regionals, I came out of regionals with a new issue. Now, all of a sudden I've got, because I had atrophy in my shoulders from not training. Now I've got all these deeper labrum tears and things that like, that like I, I couldn't, I I couldn't use my, I couldn't put my arms above my head. You know, now it's like, well, fuck, I just did all this work. And now it's like another setback. Um, but the best thing you can do is one, allow yourself to actually feel the emotions that you're feeling. Don't try to ignore them just because you feel like I have to be positive. 
Like you have every no, right, have right to, to be to mad and to be upset. Yeah. 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 You know, right. and you should feel that. But then what you should do is work through it in a way where, well, what, what can I, what can what I do? Can I what do? can I do? Right. Because at that point, that's the best thing that you can do is figure out what you can do and just start taking steps in the direction that's going to be the best for you at the time. And, um, and if you have really cool people around you, really awesome best friends, then I mean, it helps. It doesn't matter if you're going through hell or you're, you know, having the best day of your life, you just, you'll get through it um, and you'll enjoy it because at the end of the day, it's like a lot of stuff we care about so much that like really affects us. It really doesn't matter. You know, it's, we can allow things to affect us so much um, emotionally. That's not really in terms of injury or things like that, but like other little things like, like, you know, uh, me trying to come back from training and I do one hard training day and I gained four pounds and I gained four pounds and my pants don't fit. Like that, it's so sad to say, but like, it used to be a lot harder for me, like years ago that was like going through something like that um was almost debilitating mm-hmm. on me mentally because yeah. i just couldn't wrap my head around what was going on with fluctuation of water weight in my body i knew exactly what was happening but i carried so much weight on my appearance and not right. even like to other people like it was it was internal oh, we're, we're the, right we're the, oh, the same we're the exact same so it's like but i think with through experience we're just we're so much better off now knowing that like, cause we've been through different experiences. Well, it's change and changing that focus, changing the focus a little bit and not totally just like, we're both still like super dissatisfied with our bodies right now. Cause we're <laughs> Which like, is crazy. Cause anybody listening is like, what the, hell? I know. So, and yeah. we're like, oh, but it just shows so. that we're all alike. I mean, yeah. I don't know a lot of people that are like, I love, I mean, well, I mean oh, I, there are some, well, and well, I love well, that. Well, I, know, I know that like Gina's not going to agree with this because she always disagrees with any time me and Dee talk about how we're not happy with our bodies. <laughs> well, it's a little <laughs> rough to listen to there's, sometimes. But there's yeah. a lot to be said yeah. for the fact that we have our photos taken. Yeah. We have no, to. Absolutely. Like you I, still have to show up to work and you got to wear workout clothes and you got to like look the part. Right. So a lot of extra stress. Like if we didn't have any of that, we could just like be home but and just get into our routine and just do that and not have, you know, and, and not, not have to pay our bills and like not have to like work with right. you to pay our bills. And it's just extra stress. We also, because we are very professional, we hold ourselves to a very different standard, right? Knowing like we're, we're what we can look like. And when you're not there, there's like a dissatisfaction, but that's right. also because we're going to be a lot harder on ourselves and everyone is. So it, there's also us just being human because no, I, I mean, I've never met someone that's like, oh, I just love every ounce of my, like you always right. want to change little things. And that's a good thing because that's what the gym's there for. Like, I'm never going to be 100% satisfied in my life. Am I okay with it? My body? Fuck yeah. I feel very good. I feel confident. Not right now, but normally. But on a typical day when I'm not dying of grit. No, I'm dying. Yeah. 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 You're not dying. Don't say that. No, I'm not. What would we do without you? Oh, okay. That would be devastating. But like on a normal basis, yes, I'm very proud and confident in my body, but there's always things that I want to improve and work on. Otherwise, then what's the point of the gym? And and the difference is too is like, and I've, you know, worked on this. It's like, it's a matter of like how much, um, 
stress you put on those things yeah. you want to change. Yeah. Right. If we, it's, I think it's a wonderful thing to like, want to get, like, want to get stronger. Like yeah. I want to lean out a little bit, but I've had to, I have in the past and still do sometimes, especially if it's around the time of my, if I'm on my period, because now my hormones are involved. Yeah. So right. when I'm feeling bummed, I'm like really bummed. Yeah. But it's, I think it's a wonderful thing to like want to be healthier and maybe in on the road to that and be fitter, you might want things to look or feel slightly different. Now, if we are so focused on what we think are our fittest or, or what we feel like we should look like, and if I don't have that, then everything else feels like shit. I think within that, when like, and I've been there, like when you're so focused on like on what you think you thing. should yeah. look like, you're, I, I wasn't even able to even really truly see what I looked like. Oh, right. no. You know what I mean? Like, that's a huge factor of why I don't compete right now mm -hmm. um, is because that was my only focus. And I was so crazy. Like, so even in an off season, I just do Olympia and then I have a whole year off. I'm still such a psycho, like my, like going out on a date with Rob, like I'd go and I'd eat a normal meal and I'd eat dessert and I would feel so terrible because I eat that. And I'd go home and like go do cardio before bed. Or That's, the next day, yeah. do extra it's to an unhealthy level to where it's, so I think now it's at the forefront. I'm way more balanced. What you're thinking about. I'm okay. way more balanced than I've ever have been. And now that I'm not even competing besides right now, I was in the best shape of my life like five weeks ago. Yeah. Like, like strong, like really in shape and not concentrating on diet whatsoever. Before, like I was on like, it never stopped. Like I wouldn't, yeah. it was just, this is my, my meals and I eat these five times a day and it was cardio. And I remember doing like 30 to 40 minutes of cardio every day. And I was, I wasn't in the best shape until I started like prep, but now like I don't concentrate on food that much. I drink wine whenever I want. And yeah, it's now it's like, I just have a better healthy balance I know right. I still probably sound pretty psycho to some people because I don't think I'm in shape right now, <laughs> but I'm way more balanced uh, yeah. with training, with dieting, and like also enjoying myself. Without being a slave to- Without being a, sla like, a slave, like when to we that. go out to eat or we have a couple falls last night, like I'm not, we were going to do cardio, but we didn't this we morning. Were, we were going to do cardio this morning. Actually, the reason we didn't is because we had to be to the office by a certain time and I told her I'm like if if we if I do cardio which I really want to do because I need to because I'm trying to drop some some get, of the water off get my our body photos taken um, on Thursday but I'm like if I do that and because I haven't washed my hair I'd get so sweaty and we were gonna I knew you were gonna say your hair yeah well, yeah thing is this, <laughs> it, it just process. it takes yeah. like when okay you know what though yes but I am on my period I am, haven't been feeling super great. Hey, you don't um, have to defend it. No, I am. Uh, I'm, just I'm, ex I'm extremely bloated. And oh my God. And my hormones are. Guys, help me. <laughs> <laughs> and my hormones are all are crazy because I'm on my So it's like, it, yeah, takes right. so much, it takes so much for myself, like mental strength to try and hold my shit together when I'm getting pictures with D or we're in the gym and they're doing video and pictures. And on top of all of that, I need to get my hair done so fucking bad. <laughs> like, like there's a lot of things like for me to feel good. Uh, it's a process. It's not, it's, it's, not, just it's, actually, pretty, it's actually pretty fucking simple. Yeah. Like 
I like to keep, I like to get my, I like to have my hair done, you know, and somewhat nice and my, you know, my eyebrows tinted. And then if I could have those things, I feel pretty good. You add in like a period oh, and my period, not only do I feel really bad internally and emotionally and hormonally, but like my body feels a little bit like, you know what? I'm a little softer, but that's all right. I'm a little more cuddly. And then you add in like, oh my God, I'm breaking out. My hair's fucked up. I need my color done. I can't, you know, I have to fill in my eyebrows. Like it's just like every single, there's not a lot of boxes. I like, I like to check to make sure I just feel put together. Or I feel good about myself, no matter what's going on or situation or whatever. And if yeah. every one of those boxes is unchecked and I'm like, oh, my hormones are, you know. Hey, speaking of, speaking of periods, you know, everybody knows I haven't had one in a long time. I had a dream the other night. That you've had I, was, I had a dream pregnant. that I was pregnant and I didn't know who the father was. Oh <laughs> no. Oh, that's a. Like what the fuck? Yeah. yeah it was a little, a little devastating. I woke up and just realized it. I just had a belly. Oh. <laughs> I just, I just, I just had a belly. Just had a belly. <laughs> a little, just a little bloated. All right, guys, we should wrap wrap this up. All right, guys, thanks for listening to or watching another episode of Between the Rats with BD and Jay. Whoa! Hey, hey, love you, girls. All right. Uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, subscribe. five-star five star rating, rating. five-star warning. I don't know what this is. I'm just fiving. <laughs> just fiving. High five, girls. Uh, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.